listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, do we have any new patrons to thank? Yes. Who are they? We have just one. Awesome. And their name is System Reactor. System Reactor, thank you so much, and cool name. Yes. Do we have a question? We do. We actually have a listener question today. Mm -hmm. This listener says, I'm a 28-year-old trans woman, and I'm finally taking steps necessary to create the happiness and peace I need in my life through transition. I've come out to some people who are very close to me, but have not come out to my parents. I have this itching feeling that my mom knows. She confronted my fiancé about me, and one of her comments was, I'm okay with being gay, but transgender is something different. God doesn't make mistakes when it comes to gender. What is your take on religion and gender? As far as I'm concerned, if there's a God, they didn't make a mistake. We are all created perfect, equal, and unique in our own ways. Looking forward to hearing your opinions. God doesn't make mistakes with gender. Yes. Wow. Okay, so this is basically your whole childhood. This is my whole childhood. Mm-hmm. For those listeners who don't keep up with uh, everything about my biography. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get with it. Um, I grew up in Georgia, actually in the South, various areas in the South, in a very, very evangelical Christian community in a very conservative household. Uh, if you... <laughs> We actually were, like, encouraged at my school to attend Bob Jones Unaccredited University. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only college in America with university in quotation marks per the law. Didn't, <laughs> didn't any teachers yeah. have any qualms about sending their students to an unaccredited university? Because who cares about man's accreditation? They're accredited in the eyes of God. So all the teachers were, like, true believers? Uh, we had a lot of, my high school had a lot of Bob Jones faculty. Oh, God. Okay. So they, they came through Bob Jones. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Bob Jones University is like a super crazy, religious, uh, racist, mm. sexist, horribly LGBTQ-phobic um, insti- uh, institute of higher, quote-unquote, learning. Learning, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of one of the worst uh, examples of... but they're not even accredited so that's what makes it hard to give any weight to people who have like doctoral degrees from there like accreditation exists for a reason and yeah. it's about having academic standards so it's kind of frightening to me that a, a, a teacher a literal teacher would say go to this school that may or may not actually teach you stuff yeah so that's so, beside the point anyway, the, the point yes. is i grew up very very religious um and I had to come out to my own religious family. And and you were a true believer for I, uh, as much as you could I, be. I did. I struggled. By mm-hmm. the time I was about 15, 16, I was, I was wavering in my faith mm-hmm. a great deal. Mm-hmm. And I think by the time I was about 19, I was an atheist. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was for me an easy, easy thing because mm-hmm. of people with opinions like God doesn't make mistakes with your gender. Mm. I think... That this listener's mom is probably not the worst kind of horrible religious person. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a thing about religion 
is that if you're a good person, you're going to find a wealth of love and wonderful stuff that is going to inspire you to goodness. Mm -hmm. And if you're a horrible person, you're going to find a wealth of judgmental bullshit that's going to inspire you to be nasty as hell. Yes. And if you're the average kind of person, you're going to come to religion with probably a lot of your own preconceptions. Mm -hmm. And you're going to pick and choose. Even if you think you're not, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of what you're going to find what you want to back up what you believe. I mean, they, I've heard the phrase cafeteria Catholic and yeah. I've heard cafeteria Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just sort of, I'll take a little of this, but I'll skip that and a little of this. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it sounds like this listener's mom is probably in the latter part of that. I think. I think we all can do that. We all bring our biases to anything. Mm -hmm. Biases have a lot of strength over us. Yes. Every single one of us. Mm -hmm. uh, we love to read things that confirm our biases. Mm -hmm. They've done studies. It's actually like... You get dopamine. You get you dopamine. Get, you get rewarded for reading yeah. something that you already agree with. And we kind of don't... Uh, that disagrees with me. I'm not going to read that. Yeah. So I get that. That's tricky. And so chances are you're... you're Mom is coming at this with the preconceived notion mm -hmm. of trans people are weird or icky or, or strange or different. Mm -hmm. They're other. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know any. I don't know any. Obviously, there are none in my life. None in my family, so... So I'm not even sure if this is real, but I do know it's strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to maybe find a, a way in religion to do that. Mm -hmm. There's something that's often quoted usually when you hear... Uh, people in the U.S. And we're going to be talking mostly here uh, in the U.S. Uh, Christian. Christian for the most part. Because that's kind of what I'm most familiar with. And Kath, you were raised Christian as well. Mm. so and, it's... and I just don't have as much examples, lived experience or anecdotes of Muslims or Jews or Hindus like kicking their kids out of the house i'm sure it happens i just don't know as much about it and that could reflect that there's a lot of catholics yeah. in this country and that's christians and that's what we it's, hear about yeah i heard a lot of conservative more conservative religious groups gender roles are very heavily enforced mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i know that's true in the crazy evangelical groups i grew up with yep, and yep. that's true i know in some you know ultra orthodox jewish communities mm -hmm. in some um muslim communities that are you know very conservative sure. gender roles are super super important to mm -hmm. these people mm -hmm. and so that makes me think it might be an unfriendly environment for yeah. gay and transgender people but again i don't know for absolute certain mm -hmm. and it's also religious communities can form a sort of tight-knit community where your sin is a sin against the community. If you don't live up to what the community expects of you or the community's leaders expect of you, it's considered a sin against the entire community. Mm -hmm. You're not just harming yourself or your family. You're hurting everyone. Mm -hmm. And so that can even make people more reluctant. To come out or yeah. to, to share their mm -hmm. concerns or their thoughts with yeah. family members, friends. Yeah. So... Which is rough when that's your entire community. It is. Yeah. It is. But we often think things in, like, America, one of the things I've often heard is God created man and woman. God created Adam and Eve, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, boom. And then when, when Jesus went to the wedding at Cana, he was like, 
you know, man and wife. God created a God created you man and wife so that you could be together and start a new life together. Mm-hmm. Which I think is funny because actually God created men first. He created Adam first. Then he realized he kind of screwed up mm-hmm. and had to go hurry and kind of like slap together women. Ne- need a, another component <laughs> here. Whoops. Yeah. Which does that mean he didn't make that for all the animals too? Because he created all the animals at that point. So in theory, he made two sexes of animals and then he's just like, I'll just make one of these. And Okay, so what whoops. happened was God made all the animals, but they were like, like planaria. They were, okay. they, they divided themselves and that's how they multiplied and then god did the whole adam thing and god was like oh wait get i need a a a counterpart here and then god went back to the animals is like you know what i'm gonna do counterparts for all of these two except for the flatworms they can continue to cut themselves (laughs) in half and and reproduce turkeys can still reproduce by parthenogenesis asexually Mm. The most complex animal that does. Turkeys? Turkeys. That's so weird. So we often hear that God created Adam and Eve. God created men and, men and women mm-hmm. only. Uh, God created, we're created in God's image. Mm-hmm. So we hear that a lot. And oftentimes with that, you don't hear about the groups of people who don't fit into that, mm-hmm. specifically eunuchs. Mm-hmm. Um, are often mentioned in the Bible, including very Christian, very faithful, very important eunuchs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, some people even think Daniel in the Old Testament was probably a eunuch. Interesting. Yeah. But wasn't, like, reviled or excluded. No. They they were... Yeah. They just didn't fit into the whole man should be with woman and that is the way it should mm-hmm. be thing. But they were still there. Yeah, and the same way that, that I think there's a lot of people who look at the Bible and they find queer queerness, queer oh, characters, sure. queer people mm-hmm. in the Bible. And we actually attended a talk, and we'll put a link down below mm-hmm. uh, with someone who was talking about all the all the evidence for, for queer identities in the Bible, and there are plenty. This is at the Trans Wellness Conference, a mm-hmm. really outstanding talk. Yeah, um, I do think that's... a there's definitely queer readings. I mm-hmm. think you you can do queer readings of Jesus. Jesus didn't marry. He, or he he didn't get married. I don't want to confuse anyone about his mother, but mm-hmm. he didn't get married. And that was something standard for his... That was highly unusual. Highly unusual. Very, very unusual to not get married. Yeah. 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 And so there there is kind of this... Uh, there's the, the man going to the well, which mm-hmm. was a traditional woman's job. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's eunuchs galore. And things like that. So there are queer things. And again, I think that's cafeteria-ing. Yeah, yeah. A little bit in the same way that, you know, Christians go through and they're like, Leviticus says no gayness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so to, to look at it and go, oh, maybe gayness because there's eunuchs is kind of, I think, a little bit disingenuous. Although for people of faith who may need that yes. to help support their faith, more power to you. Do it, yeah. Personally, I think I think you're you're doing exactly what the what the cafeteria Catholics cafeteria are Catholics are doing. But, but that doesn't make it any less or more legitimate. No, it doesn't. And I think when you come to, to Christianity, um, even as an atheist, I I think there's a lot of wisdom in the Bible, um, found throughout, scattered throughout. I think there's a lot of barbarism, and I think there's yeah. a lot of terrible stuff in the Bible. But yeah. I also think there's some wisdom scattered around. And when you've got a book written by 35 or so different authors 
over many thousands of years, you're going to end up with a few nuggets yeah, of, yeah. of wisdom in there. It's, it's just statistically mm-hmm. going to happen. And I think that a lot of the stuff that Jesus says in the New Testament, even as a atheist, I do appreciate some of it. Like what? Um, well, when I was Christian, I, I sort of, I started out, I, I was again, very, we were, a, we were a roll on the floor, speak in tongues, mm. uh, kind of, you know, lay on spirit kind of church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like healing and everything? Yeah. No, wow. we did not, we did not handle snakes. Okay. I would like to have that pointed out. Cool. No snakes in <laughs> we, we drew the line at snake handling, Got but it. everything up to that. And... So there's a lot of things. I think that uh, in Mark, when Jesus says, you know, tells the the parable and it's uh, whatever you do to the least of my brothers that you did unto me or the least of us that you did to me. Mm-hmm. When they're like, when were you, when did you, when, um, you know, for you, you, you I was hungry and you fed me. Mm-hmm. I was in prison and you visited me. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Mm-hmm. And, uh. They're like, but when did we do that, Jesus? I don't remember doing that. <laughs> you were never in prison. And he's like, whatever you do to the least of my, my or the least of those uh, that you do unto me. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. I think that really, to me, sums up what sh- the Bible should be about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do unto others is also doing the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you mm-hmm. is, I think, also a very good way to look at life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um obviously moral philosophers have picked every single one of those golden rules apart of course. but uh i think it's i think it's a very good simple way to remember to kind of be a decent person yeah um and i think the bible's got a lot of good nuggets like that and i think having read a lot of it having memorized a lot of it having i've read the bible cover to cover twice I don't, I don't recommend it. There's a lot of boring stuff about yeah. tent measurements and cattle counts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of measurements. So, um, but one of the things that I, I thought about when I was reading this email about, you know, God doesn't make mistakes with gender. So therefore, being transgender is invalid. It's an invalid identity. I think that, or it's, or it's even sinful, mm-hmm. you know, more so than invalid. It's sinful. It could condemn you to hell. Um, this is John fourteen six. I'm not sure of the translation, but this is a familiar verse to, I think, a lot of people. And it's, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And when I was wavering in my faith, and one thing that really, really bothered me was people who were good, devout people who grew up in a Muslim country, mm-hmm. who had culture you know for them christianity came with a millennia of of cultural baggage yeah um it came with you know a lot of you know colonialism and and things like this is that they're not able to look at it in a fresh light but i i I pictured it that you could be muslim you could be hindu you could be an animist you could be you know in different new guinea religions and things like that Mm -hmm. and and try to be a really awesome good person your mm-hmm. whole life mm-hmm. and help people yeah mm-hmm. and so i was i grew up being taught that if you were not an evangelical christian that did not matter you were burning in hell forever You're going to hell even um, the most devout most yeah kind most giving most even Christ-like if you like yeah person who happens to be 
Muslim, Jewish, Catholic. Yeah. Going to hell. Exactly. And that bothered me because mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then I, as I read this verse and thought about it, I realized that no one gets to the Father except through me. No one gets to heaven except through me. And that means Jesus is the one making these decisions. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So I was able to reconcile that and become a very liberal Christian mm-hmm. on my way to atheism. Uh, it doesn't always go that way. But uh and I thought, okay, so no matter what, Jesus is going to be the one making these decisions. Jesus, God, is going to be the one who is the ultimate arbiter mm-hmm. of us, of our lives. Mm-hmm. And Jesus knows what's up. Jesus knows what's up. Yeah. And Jesus knows what you struggle with. Mm-hmm. And I think each of us, if I were Christian, I would draw faith from the fact that Jesus is able to look in. God knows us. Mm-hmm. God knows our struggles. And Every single person has their struggles. Every single person has has things small, large, or just beyond comprehension that they've had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pain that sucks beyond the telling of it that right. they've had to deal with right. in their own lives. And I, I think that, I would think that a loving God would, would be able to look at that and go, you know, you're still you. I, I want to believe that also. I yeah. If Jesus is real, if this is real, and uh, and I am uh, agnostic, I, it is an unanswerable question in my mind. But if, if there is that power, it makes the most logical sense to me. And I know logic doesn't have a whole lot of place in religion. But it makes the most logical sense that that higher power would be able to see what you've been through, what you've done, the choices you've made, the struggles you've had, and would reward you accordingly in the afterlife. It it just makes the most sense to me. Again, making sense is not a big part of religion, which is part of the problem. Um, but it's, it's a, a very interesting thing. I think in in one of your in your response to this, I don't know if this was you wrote this or if I read this somewhere else, is that God did, didn't make a mistake with your gender. God made you transgender. Yeah. God, if there is a God, mm-hmm. made you this way. Yeah. It it seems like a burden a lot of the mm-hmm. time, but look how much we've helped people. I mean, maybe there's a reason why this gift was given to you. Yeah, and that's 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 true. You don't know. And again, that's 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 people. People, be they preachers, be they popes, be they your mom making these decisions. Mhm. And they don't know passing these judgments. Passing these judgments. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus had one or two quick things to say about judging. Uh-huh. And why you shouldn't do it because you might be judged mm-hmm. yourself. Um, but I think People, humans can can make all these judgments, but ultimately, if you're a religious person, and I'm speaking to the to our religious listeners right now, um, hopefully you don't find this blasphemous, but the idea is that people can say what they want, but it's God that knows you. Mm-hmm. Your relationship is with your higher power. Mm-hmm. It is, and that higher power <laughs> doesn't answer. To your preacher. That mm-hmm. higher power doesn't answer to your mom. Mm-hmm. That higher, po- higher power would know what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. That higher power knows you're dealing with dysphoria and that's a real thing and that you didn't choose it and that causes real pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not 
something that you decided. Being transgender means feeling that dysphoria. Doesn't transition is separate from being transgender. Mm. Being transgender is not a sin. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely not a sin because you don't choose that. A sin has to be something you choose. Transition is an action that is a choice that you make. Mm -hmm. I would say that's also not a sin. Mm -hmm. Other people will disagree with that, but I disagree with them. And I think ultimately, you know, that would be the higher power's decision. Mm -hmm. And I think the higher power knows what you're dealing with. The higher power knows this is going to save people's lives. Mm -hmm. People get kicked out of their houses. People live on the streets to be their true authentic self. Mm -hmm. And this is real. This is something actual that that people deal with and a higher power is going to know this a higher power is going to know this is legit it's going to know that this is something you didn't choose and it's going to know that transition is a way for you to heal and to live your life in the best possible way mm-hmm. if transition is right for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i so, agree yeah i mean it's like we said jesus said a couple things about judging one or two yeah loving everyone as your neighbor Mm-hmm. You know, all that good stuff. So, does God make mistakes? I think, you know, this is something I brought up is like, in my written response to this listener, is like, there are children born deaf who can get cochlear implants. Uh-huh. There are children born with cleft palates who mm-hmm. can get that fixed surgically. Mm-hmm. There are any number of congenital um, issues mm-hmm. that we can be born with. Mm-hmm. That we get fixed yeah. medically. Yeah. And transition is a medical process that is undertaken with the help of medical professionals to address a medical problem. Mm-hmm. That's not to equate it. Like we talked about, someone said uh, on a previous episode, we talked about birth defects. And someone yeah. said that they liked uh, congenital, <laughs> congenital condition. And so, I, you know, I, I, I think that, that, Making sure your mom would understand that this is a medical issue. Mm-hmm. This is in the realm. I mean, saying God doesn't make mistakes is like, I can't have, use glasses. Right. I mean, <laughs> because, is is that baby's cleft palate a mistake yeah. that God made? Is is babies who are born with a hole in their heart or with their their bones, you know, differently formed, they have to wear braces. Is that a mistake God made? No, it's a thing that God gave human medical doctors the ability and the skill to figure out how to fix, to give that kid a great life. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, that's not a mistake. That's a challenge that we know what to do. Get, of course, sidestepping that the problem of evil is a whole separate thing that yeah. we will not discuss on this episode. That's a whole other episode. But we're going with good God. And, you know, I think that's true. I think this, this is also something we got into in our episode of like, do you wish you weren't transgender? Mm -hmm. You're feeling this dysphoria. You're looking at the cost, be it financial, emotional, social Mm -hmm. of coming out, Mm -hmm. of, of living your authentic life. You're looking at those costs and you're like, do you, do you wish you weren't transgender? Do you wish you were just cis? Mm. Do you give up that? part of yourself yeah and and that's kind of a tricky thing because transition is not easy Mm -hmm. but on the other hand 
do we want to be cis? I don't really want to. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of, I mean, obviously, if I could be a cis woman, cis I female, might. female, yes. <laughs> but if I could have just had obviously. those, if I could have just had that dysphoria taken away, I would have felt like not really me. Right. It's it's hard to think of yourself that way. Yeah. Who, who is that person? It's a, it's a weird version mm-hmm. of yourself, a less complex, a less interesting, much less pretty version of yourself. Yeah. And I think that's your true self. And did God make a mistake in giving you that dysphoria? I I don't see that. I don't see dysphoria as something wrong. I think it's something that we struggle with often because it is something that we can't always immediately fix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that it's not... Where am I going with this? I mean, the problem yeah. with dysphoria is not... The dysphoria itself, it's that our society treats trans people like garbage. That's the, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say that dysphoria isn't bad. Obviously it is. It is, it's, from what I understand, of course, I don't have it, is uh, profound discomfort, uh, unhappiness, wrongness. That That is a bad thing. That is something that you want to fix. You want to go away. And if you could just do that then you'd be fine. But everything gets extra complicated because of our culture and our society Mm -hmm. and our weird restrictions and people who like to butt into other people's lives and, oh my lord, it's so ridiculous. So that's, what, half the bell? More than half the bell? Yeah, I think dysphoria is kind of what makes you you. It's what makes you unique. It sucks. Mm -hmm. I have anxiety. Anxiety is also part of what makes me me. I mean, it's it's, even our even those those things that we have to deal with that aren't always positive are still part of who makes us us. Mm -hmm. It's part of our biography. It's part of our story. It's Mm -hmm. unique to us, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of our uniqueness. And I think you could say that you're created unique. You were you were made to be complex and interesting. Mm-hmm. You were made to have challenges. You were given free will. That it's it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. And I think ultimately it sounds like this listener's mom is just kind of uncomfortable or yeah. unfamiliar yes. with transgender people. And we talked about this at the beginning. And I think I get that. It's normal. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's it's quote weird you know to them sure and i i get it it's it's something that's kind of on the fringes Mm -hmm. and especially for older people i think in the 30 40 years ago this was kind of seen as one of those like perverty things sure sure you know Mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's a it's something that you just don't talk about in polite society and i think we're changing that and we are changing that but if your mom's still carrying over cultural baggage from that time period Mm -hmm. and they don't know any trans people Mm -hmm. they don't they've never met them they might suspect their kid is but Mm -hmm. they don't know any they may have only seen them on tv they may have only seen you know some shocking kind of you know yeah you know those stupid stories yeah yeah and so it's an absence of information it's an absence of information and the listener also says their mom said, I'm okay with being gay, but transgender is something different. And so that's interesting. I would say, was that your mom's opinion in 1990? Mm-hmm, 30 mm-hmm. years ago. Right. Is that 30 years ago? 
Oh it was God. 30 years ago. Oh, my God. Um, Almost. Almost 30 years ago. And I bet it wasn't. I bet if you asked your mom in 1990, she might have said, oh, no, 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 no. Being gay is weird. Yeah, we, we don't we don't talk to people like yeah. that. We, we don't know anyone like that. That's I've seen that on TV, and I know that's something that I don't want anything to do with. Yeah. And that's what she is now with trans people. Exactly. And I think she'll probably come around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Especially having a family member, a yeah. close She's family member. She's got a transgender member. daughter, and yeah. she doesn't quite realize it yet. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom's not super religious. My my dad was a religious force in the family, and they divorced. So she's not super religious. Um, But she's still Christian. And she, you know, her and her husband, were they didn't know anything about trans stuff mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I came out to them. And... They actually found a lot of strength through PFLAG. Yeah, they were total champs about it. They, they did were. their homework. They, they found did. a group. They go to and talk to other parents. I mean, they're superstars. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably something that I would recommend for your mom mm-hmm. is once you come out, once you're comfortable coming out to her, um, to just kind of get her more familiar with this. Make sure she's getting her sources on trans people from trans people. Yeah. And not from Turf. Fox News. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think that or I think that would be I think your mom's gonna come around. You yeah. know, if she came around on gay people. Mm-hmm. She's gonna come around on trans people. And to this listener, it sounds like you you know, you've just started on your journey. You've come out to some people, but not to your folks. But unless I misread the letter, it sounds like that's coming up. That's in the future and you're concerned, but you do have supportive friends and it'll be a shock. Yeah. It'll definitely be a shock. She might use that exact word Mm because that's what my folks said and your folks. It'll be a shock and she'll read some books and ask you some questions and hopefully she'll come around. Yeah. But keep us posted. And for all of our listeners, if you are a person of faith, if that's an important part of your life, how has this been for you? Have you had to work to reconcile this? Or are you confident that it's a loving God that is on your side and is helping you through this? We would love, love to hear from any of any of our listeners. Yeah. And uh, I think, for one, that there is a lot of room for trans people in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a bunch of transgender people in that. I bet there's a bunch of people from back in the day mm-hmm. before transition was really a thing mm-hmm. who are still in heaven. So I, I think that religion and LGBTQ lives are not incompatible. Agreed. Agreed. Um, over the past 30 years, we've been learning to accept gay people in our churches. Mm-hmm. And I think right now we're we're beginning to see a lot more acceptance for trans people. I've actually seen churches... Being like, trans people are welcome. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. actually seen the flags um, out in front. The flags out in front and things like that. God, and, that's a beautiful sight. I mean, it often came when trans people were under direct attack from the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or Pride Week or something. Yeah. And yeah. We, so we did see things like that. And uh, there's actually a church in our neighborhood that has signs up that is like, uh, everyone is welcome. Really, we you know, like <laughs> and a rainbow flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that we are seeing more, you know, more people. One thing is, I grew up religious, and everyone, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But to quote, I believe that was Paul. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Paul, but um, 
everyone's everyone's done wrong and so anyone who attacks trans people you know has got their own shit mm-hmm. that they need to be somebody's you know, casting the first stone someone needs to remove the plank from their own eye mm-hmm. before they remove the speck from their neighbors Almost... any other bible verses to wrap up with no but i, I think jesus uh Jesus definitely, definitely put in this don't judge people kind yeah. of thing. Definitely in the Bible. Um, but yeah, I think faith and LGBTQ lives are definitely can, can totally. work together. Totally. Yeah. And I hope your mom comes around. So let us know. Yes, definitely. Keep in touch. And yes. all our listeners, let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Faith. That's helpful. All right. Thank you, everyone. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Cool name. Yes. Do we have a question? We do. We actually have a listener question today. Mm -hmm. Hang on one second. Okay. Hi. Oh, wait. Are we not recording? No, we are. Is it not recording well? No, it is. Yeah, we can resume. <laughs> okay. Let's get up on that. So this listener asks,